Welcome to The Champagne Way, a podcast devoted to living every day like a celebration. Welcome to The Champagne Way, episode 88. I'm Trina. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Jess. All right. What is in our cup this week, Jess? All right. Well, um, it is 80 bazillion degrees outside. Yep. Um, And so we decided to change things up this week with a sparkling wine um, kind of spritz sort of drink. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So uh, we are starting off with a uh, Conegliano Valdo Biadene. Prosecco Superiore. It's always my favorite thing when she tries to read I know. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, it is a brute, so it's a, a dry. Um, and I got this from Trader Joe's uh, for about $10. Heck yeah. Um, yep, exactly. And it's uh, kind of had a citrusy undertone, according to the Trader Joe's information. <laughs> so uh, I paired this with a lemon elderflower soda, also from Trader Joe's. So mostly sparkling. Um, with a little bit of the lemon elderflower sparkling soda. And then to um, go extra cold, since it's so hot out there, we went with some frozen champagne grapes. Yeah, I thought they were penises. You thought? (laughs) I don't know how. I don't either. I think the angle of the glass, like I thought, oh, they're penis gummies. And I was like, hell yeah. Uh, Okay, well, no, they're champagne grapes, so they're really teeny tiny. Um, And, of course, I was like, champagne grapes? Uh, Of course, champagne. They're not really made. Um, they're not used to make champagne. Um, and they are got their name uh, because in the United States, um, somebody used it as a marketing tactic. Oh, Good wow. For us? Yeah. yeah. Probably. I yeah. mean, they are cute little teeny tiny grapes. They look like little pearls. Um, yeah. They're really small. Or penises. And I mean, they kind of remind me of. You've seen some really small penises. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's just it, re- it reminds me of like uh, like little pebble ice. Yeah, yeah. So it's probably good marketing. Tool. It, yeah, exactly. Apparently, they've been around since the 1500s. Um, they're originated in Greece. Mm. Um, and I guess their name everywhere else except here is like the Corinth grape. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess here in the U.S., somebody put them beside a flute of champagne um and that's how they got their name as the champagne grape it was me i did it you did it you did it um but they are such an influencer lindsay oh my god you are right um but they're used a lot for like baking and stuff like that and jams and jellies and they're very very sweet uh yeah i need somebody to make me a champagne grape jam oh yeah that would be so good Ooh. That would be good. Um, so what do you guys I think? I think I can make that. I think it is very refreshing and delicious. I like the uh, lemon elderflower with it. Mm-hmm. I haven't tried the grape yet because um, they're way down in there. Mm-hmm. I know. Uh, I was curious if they're still frozen. No, they sat there for... Probably okay. not anymore. Oh, yeah. They're, they're already thawed out. <laughs> good. You don't want to like break your teeth on them or anything? No. Um, Ooh, they're I... yummy. It tastes like a grape. There you <laughs> Imagine go. Imagine that. Imagine that. It's actually really, really good, though. Like a little small treat. Uh, yeah, I think it, they're pretty delicious. Lindsay's uh, going to eat them and think of penises. <laughs> I don't know why that's where my head went. 
I like that we're like less than four minutes into the show, and I think we've said penis so many more times than we usually ever would in a show. In case you, <laughs> you're welcome, listeners. That's right. Penis, <laughs> penis, penis. Please don't lo- log off or sign off. Like, just keep listening. That's yeah. not. That, that's not the theme of the show. That's more not. penis talk to come. <laughs> Unless you're Lindsay. But um. All right. Well, I would definitely uh, give this two thumbs up. It is delicious. It's very refreshing. Perfect. I like like it. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Like a great little summer treat. Mm -hmm. Not too sweet either. It's like it's it's just right. Yeah. Um, all right, so what do we got in booze, booze news? Booze news. Um, all right. Well, I got two kind of fun stories for y'all. Um, the first uh thing is I just happened to see this um when I was kind of looking uh I guess when I was on Twitter actually. Um so you guys, where do you think um booze tops so New Zealand, where where do you think is their their top export to Antarctica? New Zealand's? Yes. Oh, I like what liquor? N- well, just like in general, yeah. New Zealand to uh, you said to Alaska or to Antarctica. Antarctica. Llamas, llamas. No. Um, no, but maybe it would be like wool or something like that for like keeping people warm. I don't know. No, it is in fact booze. Booze. Okay, but what kind of booze? Does it say? No. Does New Zealand have some good booze? I'm like, I, I, I literally am stumped on this. I'm like, are they known for booze? Yeah, I was like, that we don't know about. New Zealand has exported. $80,000 worth of stuffed toys, almost $20,000 worth of chocolate, and a staggering $1.5 million worth of alcohol to Antarctica since 1990. New Zealand, like, they will give you money to move there, and I'm about to go. I would. I think it's a good idea. Because I hope I developed a really cool accent like they have. Uh, right? But, so, like, this, is this it- just came out last week that these are just the numbers of things uh new zealand has exported to antarctica that's just so interesting and i'm like is it cheaper for them to like export certain things to down there like or is it It, it, it's their scientific base okay oh well it's just very interesting i have are you done no i just wanted to let you know that that's what's going on new zealand and antarctica huh um, well, that's random. I have some yeah. booze news. Well, okay, I want to hear it. Okay, so do you guys remember uh, the the '90s candy, the Warheads? Yes. Yeah. Uh, so they're coming out with a hard seltzer. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. And uh, um, that sounds awesome. Actually, well, it would be like just a sour. Are you yeah, serious? and it's sour. Delish.com said, yeah, uh, they're going to have uh, the extreme sour Warhead artisanal. Seltzer. Huh. Artisanal? Is that how you say it? Yeah, artisanal? but I'm just like, I just think it's funny that... I figured I didn't say that right. <laughs> no, I just thought, I just think it's a funny word that Warhead is going to... Yeah, so you know... Here's yeah, you my... don't think Warhead's an art- artisanal? <laughs> no, you don't. Uh, so here are the flavors. They're going to do black cherry, lemon, blue raspberry, green apple, and watermelon. And the packaging is like going to be very similar to the wrapper. So you'll be able to tell it's going to be 5% alcohol, gluten-free, and, of course, somewhat tricky to get your hands on. So Saratoga Springs, um, there's going to be a tap room there, and they're going to distribute uh, to California, Massachusetts, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, and New York. All righty, um, then. Yep. And if you're not a seltzer fan, it's okay. 
they are going to do, uh, they've already previously released a Warhead Sour L, uh, like a beer and mm-hmm. lemon, green apple, black cherry, watermelon, and blue raspberry. This is- and they're going to come out with some new uh, combo flavors for that beer. And so people were like, okay, like, what? how do they taste? Yeah. So it says the point, um, let's see. They want to try to replicate. You know how it's really sour at first. My mouth is sweet. literally puckering up right now just thinking about like. Yeah. Oh, like a very just, sour beer does not sound great. Or no. even even huh. the Celts. I mean, I mean, there are sour be- beers, but like I can't imagine this type of sour for a beer. Although yeah. I did get a little excited when I heard the blue raspberry. I was like, ooh, that was always kind of fun flavor. Uh, but, yeah. But uh, I wonder if it turns like, your mouth blue. I know. Right? Yeah. But these are not just an homage. Did I say they're not homage? Homage, homage, whatever. Homage to Warheads. It's meant to be true to the candy. So, okay. um, I don't know. Very interesting. Um, I Hopefully, they'll get to Tennessee soon so we can try it. You're getting Warhead drinks. You're getting Sonic boozy drinks. Like, it's just happening. Every, co- every company is just going to come out with a new booze. Well, uh, I'm okay for 90s candy to do that. Yeah. yeah. Especially, like, if they can make it zero calorie. Yeah, that's true. I need a fruit by the foot one. I need <laughs> gushers. 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 <laughs> oh, <laughs> immediately so, we went to that one. Yeah. Ooh. Yes. Yes. So can they not build gushers other? with liquor now? <laughs> oh, yeah. They so could just do that. Do uh, yeah. Do that opposite. Forget the seltzer. Just take gushers and fill that sure with we could the do alcohol. That. I mean, what? I would be all about that. <laughs> so I mean, you could like take a syringe and like get the gushers stuff out and then put the alcohol yeah. in. Yeah. Right. So what? Other. I need this by December Gushers company. Like, just like when they make all the chocolates and fill them with booze. Yeah. Stock and peppers. Now we need Gushers filled with booze. Because, like, I'm trying to imagine just, like, soaking Gushers in, like, booze. And I feel like that could get real messy. Oh, uh, that'd get goopy real quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they melt real easy. Yeah. Wouldn't be like gummy bears. Those also turn to kind of mushiness. They I mean, do. Yeah, they, like, swell up yeah. like crazy. So Gushers, I can't imagine how they would. Um, well... I can't wait to, I have friends in Massachusetts, if they could just um, send me those Warhead seltzers on down. Send yeah. on over. And um, maybe somebody sends them to uh, New Zealand so they can import them down to their scientific base in Antarctica. <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> um, I'm sure those people would like. Yeah. So, that's I awesome. I think so. That's so interesting. Um, wow. Well, love it. Well, it has been a big week in the whole world. For once. It? Yeah, it's a big, big week for the whole world. Yes. Uh, with the the Olympics. Have y'all watched any of it yet? Uh, kind of. I mean, kind of. Y- yes, I will say um, we got rid of YouTube TV um, because we we're like, we have enough streaming things. We don't need this. And then we got YouTube TV back just so we could watch the Olympics. Okay. So <laughs> have you been watching it? Uh, yeah, we watched some of it, but then I've also found that I will just watch some of the clips on Twitter yeah. and oh. stuff. So a little bit of both. I'm like, I, I, I don't deal with the Twitter anymore, but um, I, I've been watching like on the news. I've just kind of had it in the background, like on uh, NBC. I think I've just been having it play mm-hmm. when it's been on all day. Um, so I've been able to catch like some highlights and actually watch a few different competitions. Um, one of the biggest things that we got excited about was we actually watched... Um, the first um, first U.S. gold uh, medalist in 
uh, fencing win. Oh, yeah. Oh. From the U.S. Sorry. First, a U.S. Uh, in male or female category is a young female. And uh, we just happened to be watching it and caught her in her her match. And they were talking about it. Like, if she wins this one, and it was a close match, like, all the way to the end. It was like, if she wins this, she will be the first gold medalist for the U.S. in this sport. That's so cool. And it was just, it was so cool to watch. Like, because you could just see everyone, including the coach on the side, just like, because I think it's like, you have to win by, like, two points up. And it kept going back and forth. Oh. And it's like, a, the next person who got to that was going to win. Yeah. And that, that was like such a huge thing. You can tell as soon as she did it, she pulled off her mask. She was just like, yeah. That's so cool. <laughs> so those are my favorite moments. <clears throat> well, one of my favorite moments was a TikTok video in which one of the Olympic athletes uh, unboxed all of the goodies she got. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Yeah. So really? Nike did a whole bag full of merch, mm-hmm. like two pairs of shoes, um, dresses, you know, sports bras. I mean, Clothes, clothes. Ralph Lauren did a whole goodie bag of stuff. Um, Samsung, they got a new phone. They got a watch. They got earbuds. They got um, everything you can think of. Like, I'll have to send you guys the video because it's just really cool to see what you get if you make it to the Olympics. They get an opening ceremony outfit. Even if they can't go, they get a closing ceremony. And each one of them get um, an outfit to wear if they get a medal, even if they don't. Right. So, oh, yeah. So it's really cool to to see. Wow. Uh, and then I watched a couple of TikToks about like them showing like their rooms and how they're decorated and how they get around on the Olympic campus. Oh, yeah. Because they're huge. Yeah. Well, and it's like not the same this year, right? Because of COVID. So like usually they have the whole Olympic Village experience and it's not the same this year. Right. It's a village, but it's I think it's spread out maybe a little bit more. So they're supposed to keep their six feet distance. However, they did give out 150,000 condoms. <laughs> oh my gosh. Because that's like the thing, right? That's like the Olympic tradition. Like there's apparently always like they think everybody's going to like get busy. Well, well I, mean, I did not know about that. That's what, funny though. Really? Yeah. yeah. I don't know about that. But I, I mean, I, it probably is interesting for the ones who are repeat, like people going to the Olympics because they're not they can kind of roam freely a little bit. Like I'm sure there's certain areas they can't go to, but like, you got to think there's no fans there. Uh, even the media actually is being kept away from them because the media, it has to stay in their rooms unless they're escorted out for certain things. Yeah. I, I mean, I think it, if you were going to be go through your slut phase, mm-hmm. this is the time to do it. Cause you've been tested for COVID probably 50,000 times. They probably <laughs> test you for STDs, free condoms, I mean, I guess you'd want to hope that your events are over with at the beginning because otherwise you're going to be like super focused and super concentrated on that, right? Uh, well, I mean, and some people need to release some energy. I mean, this is true, I guess. <laughs> stress. This is like crazy. I've never heard that. Like, that's, really? I'm going to like look up statistics oh, on this. Yeah. Is this how they create future athletes by blending I mean, other athletes? I don't even think that's fair. It's like the thing, they, <laughs> they actually even, I didn't like see the whole thing, but they talked about the beds. Um, and the mattresses, because they were talking about, I think, like, Ikea beds or whatever. And if they, people were talking about, did they make them super thin or super weird to, like, try to deter mm-hmm. them from having sex this year? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's, so I mean, no, it's a big thing every year. I mean, with the whole, I mean, you put a whole bunch of people, hot good, people, hot, good-looking, fit people, fit people who were stressed, and then essentially be like, have fun. And, like, you know get goodwill and foster, you know, um, 
you know, across countries. What if they pulled a muscle or something? My gosh. Well, (laughs) well, I mean, that's why, you know, they, they, I don't know, man. You just got through the whole baseball team. Oh my gosh. Bam, 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 bam. Craziness. (laughs) I'm just saying, I, I mean, there are some, you know, well, we went off on a sex sexcapade Olympian uh, rant for a second there, but uh, I want to go back to your TikTok thing real quick because yeah. have you seen the uh, TikToks and the Instagram videos of them highlighting what they're being fed? No, no. is it good? <laughs> that actually even made the news, like because apparently there's like especially like one or two Olympians who've like got followers are like going through and being like. Oh my God, like best dumplings I've ever had in my life. Mm. Oh my gosh. They fried this certain kind of cheese that is not like a cheese you'd find usually, I guess, like for like a fried cheese. And it was like, they, they were just going through like all of these gourmet things that they're being given, like very rich, heavy foods and stuff Ooh. and just delicious. What Olympians so are eating that? After they get done. After I'm they sure. get done, probably. Okay, I guess just- so, because so like I was watching some of the women do like weightlifting just we had that on and first of all i was like what how can they do this like they were weightlift and i don't even think lord bless the american girl and they have like three times or three whatever's that they have it was like the herk jerker herky jerky jerky. it was like the herky jerky one um but like she couldn't even do it i guess like she struck out her third time but they they just were going through and i mean the chinese girl was she had it like made um but whoever it's like they have to lift it up and then they get to the certain top and then this one girl was just and they have a clock like ticks down 30 seconds so i guess they have 30 seconds to complete this lift um and she like had her her, and it's like 250 pounds plus or something kilograms. I don't know. She's got it up to her chest. She got it up to her chest and then she's just holding it. And like, then she like lifts and then they have to like do a split stance with their feet. I guess that's the Turk jerk. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but anyway, the, one of the girls who won one of the lifts, she talked about, I guess she has this crazy India, I think mm-hmm. India or somebody won. And she has this crazy eating regimen and she was like oh i can't wait to eat like i don't know a burger or something like that and i'm just she wanted to like go celebrate with just some everyday food that i eat like once <laughs> yeah. a week and i was like that's why we're like, here and not yeah. at the olympics yeah. <laughs> um, yeah i did see the tiktok where they do have a 24 7 cafe mm-hmm. so they can go and eat at whatever time they have a laundry service yep um so and then they have coke has provided like free drinks so essentially in all of the um, country suites they can go in and get any type of coke product free see that's pretty cool i mean i know like i've learned a little bit about some behind the scenes stuff from the olympics because oh this is years ago my sister lived in california she had a person that worked with her that has been to the olympics and that was an olympian she was a speed skater and uh they were really good friends at the time so we like when I got there, like we went out to dinner a bunch and she, she was super cool. But I was like grilling her on all the I questions would have too. <laughs> to be like, what was it like when you were at the Olympics? How did you get into the Olympics? And um, and like, why are you working at a shoe store now? <laughs> you know, because because that's what she was doing. She was going to college and she was doing that. And I'm just I was kind of amazed because this person's like in her late 20s, I think, or mid 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 to late 20s. And she's like just uh she's already kind of retired from her sports career after having an injury and 
uh, I think it was during one of the trials for one of the other Olympics after she had gone once, she went back for the second time and I think got injured in one of the trials. But, um, and she was just talking about, yeah, she's already retired from that. But, you know, technically it's like, she's like this multimillionaire, but she's working. And I mean, she was just really smart with her money. It sounded like, um, but one of the things that she had said was, uh, their sponsors in a way. So the, there was a way for the, these different companies to sponsor someone and not necessarily have to pay them like a big lump sum, some, which they get like taxed differently on or whatever. Mm-hmm. Some of them get hired as employees. And so in her case, she technically was also an employee of home Depot. I think it was, it was some sort of, I want to say it was home Depot. It was something like that. And that was like one of the sponsors the year that she went to the Olympics. And for so long, she's like an employee. So she had to put in so many hours, like literally once a year, she'd like show up at the store to do probably like a meet and greet or something. But the rest of the time, it's like, they just pay her. So she had just like a steady paycheck. Coming from that. that job. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then she was just like working at the, the store because she was just trying to get management experience because she was wanting to go into, you know, she was thinking about further career. She needed career experience. I mean, that's the athletes that like, do well throughout their entire life oh yeah, yeah. like I was just amazed I was like and, and it's a neat neat humbling experience to sit there and think like wow you've you you got plenty of money but you're you're thinking beyond mm-hmm. you didn't like, put it all up your nose yeah I think she'd put some into real estate because I think she eventually moved to New York and she already had had a loft there that she was like renting out to other people oh yeah like so she was like super smart with her money and like had invested in other areas had help with her family and because of course they put her through training when she was a kid. Uh, and she actually, I think she said that she went into speed skating. So I was like, how do you get into speed skating of all things? And um, she went to sign up uh, or have her parents sign up for like uh, regular like skating, skating like, type of thing. Yeah. Figure skating classes. And they were like full and they had something for speed skating. So they were like, well, why don't you just do that? So you can just work on learning to skate. And she just happened to be pretty good at it. So then a the coach kind of was like, well, let's work with you more on this. And train with you. And then that's how she ended up on this random Olympic path. Whoa. <laughs> that was just like, how does that happen? And then usually you think like, oh, your parents drilled it into you when you're young. No, it was just. By happenstance. By happenstance. She just ended up. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. Well, speaking of the herky jerky. Uh-huh. Okay. What about it? I am going to um, name some Olympic sports. Mm-hmm. And I want you to tell me what you think that sport is are we sticking to summer olympics or winter this is olympics? summer okay. summer olympics since, since that's where we are yeah okay, we're gonna start a little easy okay water polo it's like marco polo but with an actual ball yeah and like soccer in the water there, are there horses <laughs> in the water no no that's true <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah. I don't know how they like managed to not drown themselves though, because it's like yeah. and do they treading water for so long? Yeah. And I guess they don't really shout Marco Polo. Uh yeah. no, they don't. It it yeah, it's it's with a ball and they're in pretty deep water and it's a pretty like um it's been in the Olympics a long time. Um, but they just added women's water polo in two thousand. I t- tell you what though, that's one thing I don't think I'd wanna like if I was to say, I think I can do that at the Olympics, that's not one that's of them. That's not. No, like, um, how, I could not. I mean, that's a real, that is really hard. It's yeah. kind of, it looks like soccer, but in the water. And you get to use your hands. Yeah. But you, uh, because your feet are literally pedaling underwater the entire time. Yeah, you're literally drowning. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh. I just wouldn't be able to do it. Nope. It just doesn't look, it doesn't even remotely sound appealing. I don't want to even try to try it. <laughs> no. Okay, here's another one. Mm-hmm. Track cycling. 
Oh, do you do one of those like little three three pedal thingies? Three pedal, like a three. <laughs> what? They have an extra leg? No, <laughs> like a, a three pedal bike, and you circle around the track. Uh, oh, you mean like the three wheeled bike? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I think these bikes yeah. have two wheels. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? Three wheel bike. Okay, okay. This is the one. That, like I've seen those. Like I thought those were, like yeah. Paralympics or something though. Like when. Oh. They- <laughs> they have to like pedal with their hands or something. Uh, essentially, you're like riding a bicycle on a track. Oh, oh, yeah. See, there's the little people. Oh, yeah. Well, that's, that's kind of interesting because not... they always talk about just like the ones. Like I saw the uh, kind of glimpse of them doing like almost like the Tour de France, like mountain biking and off road kind of yeah, cycling. Yeah, yeah. Cool. It was like a mixture of that, but I've never seen them do it on a track. Wow, that's not they're, ever. They're on. That a... seems too simple. I not. I would not have guessed that. Uh, no, <laughs> that's what's on at like 3 a.m. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Okay, let's see. Um, let's go with modern pentathlon. Modern pen- penta pent like five pentathlon pent like a pentagram five. Mm-hmm. Okay, so five they do have to do five things. Right. Okay. okay. I'm, a, I'm assuming that would be like a track and field more with the field option. Like maybe it's is this like when they've got to like do the, like the oh, shot put yeah, yeah, and then yeah. they also have to like swing something out yeah, and they yeah, throw yeah. a disc and is but that it? But like modern, so like not like the old Athens Olympics. So like maybe like that, but more modern events. It, you're right with the five. Okay. <laughs> then everything else is wrong. <laughs> well, so first you fence. You're oh. Fencing. Whoa. Okay. Okay. Uh, and then you swim. Oh, <laughs> and then you have another fencing bonus round uh-huh. and then you do riding on a horse <laughs> on an unfamiliar horse, like not one that you brought, like they give you a horse uh-huh. and then you do a laser run. What's a, what? What's a laser run? Shooting a laser pistol. This and is- then while you're running, like I think you just stop, shoot your laser pistol, pist- pist- pistol and run. This is a rich people's event, <laughs> right? Like, again, who, how do you get into this as a sport? Like, I want, like, I understand fencing, but then fencing, swimming, fencing, horse riding, horse riding but not your own horse. So here, and then, it's not all a race. So you do, you score points in the first three events. So you do those, right? Yeah. And that, that where you are in those sports, they decide where you are in the starting position for the laser run, which is composed of shooting and running uh, disciplines. Yeah, this is literally, this is like you have to like live in a McMansion and have your own horse. This is a rich person's event. Actually, oh, yeah. all what, these are. What kind of <laughs> reminds me of is like, uh, maybe that's why they call it modern version of this, but it reminds me of like, you ever seen like a Knight's Tale? And it's like they have, a, or or any kind of movie that's like that, where it's like they have to do like, Shooting the arrow while they're moving, but then they also have to uh, fence and fight to the death or something. So I, I feel like in old days, it probably was something where it's like, you got to joust, you got to... Yeah, all the knights t- took place in there. All the landowning rich men. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would like to know how many countries participate in this particular event, because I bet it's not all of them. And both <laughs> men and women. I'd be curious about that, too. If it's yeah. just a, men, it just male a sport? men's event. Well, let's see if I can find... Uh, Individual competition for men and women. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Um, it, you know. Is uh, China participating in this event? Like, <laughs> I just. I think that's profiling. I, I don't. <laughs> you're right. I but don't have that information. I feel like someone probably is out there, though, from like some <clears throat> countries probably like, you know what? I'm going to do that sport. 
I'm going to train really hard just for that. Why? Because no one else in this country has done it. So therefore, I'm going to be the first person to win an award in this obscure you're, thing. You're right. You're right. You that know, it does sound like this. Okay. Well, I'm going to try to search out that event because I'm real curious. I, I, think, I think so. Okay. I, I would love to watch that one on TV. Honestly. Yeah. yeah. All right. This, uh, I've heard of this, but I never knew what it was. Uh-huh. Handball. Oh, I've heard of this. I heard. Yes. I assumed it was like, like sexual. <laughs> no, it's not at all. Um, um, it doesn't say it's not sexual. Did you watch anything on it? No, I'm just looking at the overview here. Yeah, it's. I mean, it honestly seems like it's like what could be like a backyard sport. I remember looking at one time and I was like, "This is a weird game." It reminds me of Quidditch, but you don't have brooms. Yeah, like essentially, you have um, seven players and you pass and dribble a ball, uh, and you put it in the other person's goal. Yeah. I remember one of the community centers around here actually uh, did a, a work up a game of it one time because people were like, so they watched it on the TV and were like, how is that a thing? And how do I le- like learn that? Because I feel like I could be in the Olympics for that. Because <laughs> it seemed like such an obscure game that was like, and there were older people playing it. It really was something that like, I feel like, oh, I could go learn that and get in shape and I'd be able to do that. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know. I don't even think the U.S. had a team back then either. Um, yeah, I, I mean, handball. All right. They could totally come with some more better names for these. Yeah. I mean, it's just, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, that you know, they have, you know, your day-to-day, what you probably grew up with in high school, like rhythmic gymnastics and rowing, uh, you know, the triathlon, weightlifting, you know, all that stuff. My question is, like, if you are doing, like, an equestrian, you're, like, a horse person, right? Like, you would want your horse. How do you get it to Tokyo? Oh, good question. I don't know. I mean, I guess they'd ship it over. Uh, But then, like, do they have to ship it over really early so the horse can acclimate? Probably, because, I mean, that would affect your horse. But then do you go over, too, so you can, like, keep practicing with your horse? You would have to, right? And train in that area. That's a good question, actually. Oh, oh, they have a sport for you, Jess. Yes. They have uh, two of these you could pick. Mm-hmm. You, it's a kayak. Okay, so I did see a little bit of this. Um, and you have to, it's an artificial river. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, and you go and you have to, and it's a rushing river. I saw the guy and you have to go and maneuver your kayak through like certain bars up top and everything like that um Mm. but so i talked to will and i were watching this and he went to the atlanta olympics uh Mm -hmm. for certain events yeah um and he told me when they had them in atlanta they i believe used an actual river Mm -hmm. Mm. um was it the well, it wasn't in Atlanta, though, was it? Was it the Ocoee? Or... Yeah. Okay, yeah, because I've, I've done rafting on the Ocoee, like whitewater rafting, and they told us there that they had used it, but I thought they said Olympic training. Well, mm. so maybe so they... maybe it's used for both. So maybe they... I, I can't remember if he said they they wanted to use the Ocoee or they or they did use the Ocoee. Um, I, I can't remember what he said. They might have just used it for training, but I was like... I think they still do use it for training. So they might be that they used it for training. It's therefore they used it for the Olympics. Too. Or the, I can't remember what sometime in the Olympics. I don't know, know if it was Atlanta or sometime in the Olympics. They did use an actual river. 
Um, but people, I think, complained or something like that. And so ever after they've used like an artificial river. And I was like, that makes sense. Like, what if you don't know the river conditions on the day that like you need to use it for the Olympics? So the re- the portion that they used, I remember this learning about it from when we were rafting it. Um, the portion that they used for that um, is closer to the dam and they could control the water. So they were using that and they had positioned the rocks in certain places. Cause I was asking them like, how did they know even like they named these different rocks and stuff. Yeah. And then they were telling us like, Oh, make sure we're coming up on a big rapid. Or, oh, we're coming up on this one. And they mm. knew everything really well. And I was like, don't these, these things shift and stuff. And they were like, no, most of them were anchored in place. They were pl- placed there on purpose in this certain spot. And I guess they controlled it with the dam. Well, they mm-hmm. had the flat water one and the slalom, slalom, the, I guess, where you go? Is it the Shalom? I don't know. <laughs> but speaking of that, so the marathon swimming is essentially you're you're swimming for two hours. Oh God, no! Um, and it cannot be in a pool. It has to be in a river or ocean or a lake. Wow. Uh, yeah. Just like any anywhere. Like, do you all go at once? It looks like it. Looks like they're all in there just to swim. They're going like one direction. They have to turn around at a certain point and go back. Is like one. I really think it long depends uh, on where they are. Like uh, if you're in a lake, you probably go back and um, forth. If a few you're times. in the ocean, you just got to swim to America and back. Yeah, um, <laughs> that seems dangerous. But it's ocean? two hours. Yeah, it's two hours. It has to be in an open water environment. Um. So yeah. So that I guess that. You have to have Olympics near some sort of water source. Now, well, yeah. I guess I can see someone probably doing that because there used to be these like master swim class people that would come in when I was in college and I worked as a lifeguard. Uh, we had our indoor pool and then we had an outdoor pool with lap lanes. And mm-hmm. I remember, especially this one guy has always stood out to me. He always would come in. He always had like that the cap that you put on when you're swimming. Yeah. Um, it had an American flag on the side of it. It looked like it would be from the Olympics or something. And uh, I think he was a former Marine, really. So I, I, I asked him once to be like, you're an Olympic swimmer or something in your past life. And he just kind of like laughed and didn't say anything. But like he would come in every single day and swim laps for at least an hour straight. Like, and it was like so like his form never changed it's like i could just predict like the wave of water that would come over when he'd do his freestyle but he'd go back and forth for two straight or not two straight hours but a one straight hour and then he might stop or do something else but like he he just was always in there it was it fascinated me because i was like well i don't have to worry about him those drowning. swimmers are crazy i was watching something on the artistic swimming you know where they do their legs and stuff they have to be able to hold their breath for three and a half minutes no and no the artistic swimming yeah, like where they're all together. There's like, I don't know, um, like ten people. Or oh, so. the oh, a synchronized, synchronized yeah. swimming. They, yeah, that makes is sense. Is that an Olympic event? Mm-hmm. Yep. No, it's not. It is. Yeah. Well, oh my god, have I missed that one? You didn't mm-hmm. know it was a thing. I mean, I, so I was. I've been watching the synchronized diving. Oh, that's cool too. That is cool. I love that one. So I saw the um, the British pair win it i think like tom daly or whatever mm-hmm. and i saw that their dive which literally was like perfect um and i saw the reaction i guess with his husband and his mom back in britain watching and so like their reaction like their dive was like amazing um i did not know no did have a synchronized swimming happen yet um i'm not sure it's only a women's sport i was gonna say i haven't seen it yet um and they have they wear waterproof makeup they wear really sparkly costumes. Oh, my God. Are they judged on that, I guess? I think so. I'm sure presentation is, like, for everything. I think the biggest thing is synchronization. Yeah. And then it says difficulty, technique, and choreography. 
Uh, they wear beautifully decorated swimsuits and waterproof makeup. Ooh. And, and they hold then, their breath for three and a half minutes, which deserves an award right there. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. And so they, yeah. And you said mm-hmm. there's like groups of 10? I think one, two, three, four, five, six, seven in that group. Um, I don't see anywhere where it tells like how many people. I would assume they have to have a minimum because, I mean, obviously, the more people you get, the harder the it is. The harder. Mm-hmm. So, uh, three, four, five, six. It looks like around eight. I feel like that that thing right there, you, like, have to practice your dance moves on land. You have to, like, practice swimming together just like a swimming. Mm-hmm. And then you have to mush it all together and practice that. That's pretty crazy. Like, your practice pool, does it have, like, cameras underneath? Right. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, of course. So they have uh, a duet. So I guess that's just two people. Two. And then they have teams. Mm-hmm. That's oh, pretty crazy. Wow. Oh, I can't wait to, like, oh, I'm, like, recording that for sure. Yeah. Um, just going to make lists and she's going to go on YouTube and be like, ooh. This ooh, is something ooh. I would enjoy watching. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. Have mm-hmm. y'all seen some of the new sports that they've had this year? No. What like new what? stuff? Uh, skateboarding and uh, yeah. uh, surfing. Oh, I saw that surfing was added. I just assumed skateboarding. Next Olympics, they're adding cheerleading because, like, you know, they have advanced igloo building, but not cheerleading. There's advanced no, igloo building? but pretty much. <laughs> like, wait like, a minute. <laughs> are you being serious um, about cheerleading? Yeah, they're adding it to the next Olympics. The why, next summer one? Yeah. Why isn't that already a sport? I don't know, but that's so fascinating that they really are adding that. Mm-hmm. I wonder how big the teams will be for that because I feel like sometimes those cheerleading competitions, I'm like, why is that team like 50 people deep? It won't be that. Like, so, I feel be, like it's yes. got to be like so, 10. Okay, <laughs> I'm curious. Are they literally just, is it going to be like individuals have to try out or is it literally just going to be like college teams are accepted to the Olympics? I mean, I think that'll depend on each country. Yeah, I was like, that's going to be a very interesting well, thing the, for those the athletes. countries for sure. But I'm like talking about right here in well, so, the USA. I mean, the USA, they ha- I would assume, uh, based upon what I know of cheerleading competitions now in the U.S., is most advanced uh, cheerleaders actually are on like a squad, squad, like not a college team, right. not a school team. It's like. You have to try out. They pull the best of the best of the best, like yeah. in the state. Yeah, you're um, right. So it's it's going to be something like that. I bet you the whole team is going to go. Or yeah, yeah, I guess because you're right. Like I I know friends who like run mm. or who like do those things. Yeah, I wonder it, if they'll still switch out some players though. Like if you have like two really good teams against each other at like some national championship yeah. that they're going to pick out. Okay. Let's oh, get I rid of the bet. weak links and put, bring I mean, in it would the, be like, I, probably like baseball, like yeah. the, ba- you know, or soccer, like, um, uh, yeah, even like the, they do football, all that. They pull, but, well, the but they teams. like have, tri- they have trials mm-hmm. like to get to the Olympics. And so like, I'm like, are you going to, and so like, you know, the, the U S has the U S swimmers, compete against each other to mm-hmm. make the Olympic team. Yeah. yeah. So like, how would they, I mean, I, with something like that, it's going to be synchronization. So you've got to have a team that works together and that knows each other. Yeah, that's true. It's going to be interesting to see how that one comes together. Mm-hmm. But I, I did see like, uh, I turned it on the other night. And I'm like, what are we watching? I didn't even know it was the Olympics. Mm-hmm. It was female wrestling, but not like, um, like they're in the bouting. It was like theatrical, like, WWE. Like, oh. They have that wrestling? It looked like it. That's weird. Well, I didn't know that was a thing. Y'all, uh, uh, who knows? But FYI, 
We're going to be talking about this all over again real soon because the Winter Olympics yep. are like just around the corner mm-hmm. for what, 2022? Yeah, they're, yeah. they're coming up. <laughs> well, so uh, uh, before we get to that, <laughs> because obviously, so these Olympics were supposed to be 2020, right? Yeah. I saw something on the news that I thought was really, really funny about the whole thing. You know, they go through their, their uh, competitions in their country just to even qualify to be, to go to the Olympics. And then once they get there, they do their trials to right. then actually get to compete, right? Yeah. Because they have alternates that make it there, but then don't actually get to compete necessarily. Um, well, there were apparently it was like a thing for a few different people who made it to like, I'm going to the 2020 Olympics, got tattoos for 2020 <laughs> because they made the Olympics for 2020. And then like, luckily, they're still there. I don't know if I, if everyone who got that tattoo right. is made it to the Olympics this year. But like there was one person in particular, that they were like, well, He's got a very prominent, like, 2020 on his arm or something like that. And they were like, well, it's a good thing that they're still, like, they're calling it the 2020 Summer Olympics, even though it's in 2021. But Uh, could you imagine if you've got that on your body and then, like, a pandemic, of course, shuts it down? That's the most 2020 thing that could happen. That is. That is. I mean... Like, yeah, I guess it's still always going to be a talking point. Like, technically, you were in the 2020 Olympics. They just happened in 2021. Yeah, I mean, because they already created all of that stuff that was 2020 oh like there's still merch and stuff that's 2020 that's uh you can sell that 20 years from now yeah yeah Yeah. or burn it or burn it hey remember that time that we have had the 2020 olympics in 2021 yeah that that time it'll be a collector's (laughs) item just like your beanie babies Uh uh-huh uh, so, but I thought that I was have, really funny. or not worth anything. <laughs> um, so I think the new sport will be the Olympic sexcapades for the, the next time. I mean, oh, okay. So like how? I watched that. How do you judge that? Uh, well, length of time, length yeah. of girth. You girth, have to girth. Like, are they going to put cameras in rooms? I mean, I feel like we're getting really into a porn hub site. Oh my God. They could wear a bathing <sighs> suit and they could just have the crotchless. Okay. Like things. And you put, you've like put much, too much thought. No, into it's, this just coming just to my, like, it's just coming to it's me. It's just coming to you right now. <laughs> um, you know, and then they could do like different positions, like reverse cowgirl. They could do some Kama Sutra they stuff. Could do, they could do um, screams. Mm. I feel like this has already happened in a porn somewhere, guys. Oh, probably. So. Probably so. Well, I need the name of it. Yeah. I mean, I would have watched that. <laughs> I mean, it would be, you know. Oh, my I gosh. Mean, it'd be entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I'd watch it. <laughs> uh, sure, sure, sure. I mean, everything else is a sport. All right. Well, hold on. I've got to ask though before we go, move on for this. Like, if uh, if you if you had a sport that you think that you like, if you if, if you could take out talent, <laughs> I guess because we might not have the talent for it right now. But Speak what sport would you want to play? What we're going to the Olympics for? Like, what would you want to? Oh, you mean not not what I would be good at? But- not what you would be good at. Okay. Oh, that's coming up too. I'm gonna ask that next. But okay. like, no what what would you? Or I guess it's a two part question. Then what would you do if you like just could snap your fingers and that's the sport that I wish I could play and I'd be a contender for gold? And then what do you think you could do if you could start training right now that you could do like in the next by the next Summer Olympics? Okay, so what if I could snap my fingers and do? would be that uh that crazy freaking sport that has the five things five 
I was like the, the pen, five the pentagram, pentagram <laughs> the uh, yeah the, the um, it starts with a P modern modern pen, pentagram pentatonics yeah <laughs> I think that's a band <laughs> I know that uh, <laughs> definitely I uh, think I you know would be good at that. Now, if I could snap my fingers, I think I would actually want to do that because you'd have to be such a good athlete to be able to do the swimming, modern pentathlon, the running, and the yeah, like I, I would be at the top of like ninety five. You have so many skills, yeah. I would, I, I, and then I could like leave and be a spy. I could be a ninja. I, I was just thinking ninja. <laughs> you would have so many skills. I could join the rodeo. Mm-hmm. Um, you'd be a cowboy. I could own my own like laser gun center. Yeah, I maybe could play some paintball. You could do that now. God, <laughs> that would be a really be good at it. <laughs> I'd be surprised. I, I've played paintball before. The adrenaline kicks in. You might be good at it, and you just don't even know. Oh well. <laughs> you know, I think that's if I could snap. That's what I would do. That's like to ride a horsey. One. I don't know. That, I that would be back. cool. That would be a back. really good one. Yeah. What about you? Oh man. Um, I think I would do um this is a hard one i need the list of the olympic sports oh okay like i think it'd be fun to do a lot of the different ones i think um as much as i love watching gymnastics i don't think it'd be that one no it would not be gymnastics i almost think it'd be the diving for me Mm -hmm. because i love water and i think that that's like an interesting unique skill to be able to do that like the synchronized diving synchronized diving or just like diving in general would you want to do kayaking I mean, that would be really fun. Um, oh, Taekwondo? No, not. What? Well, I'm sorry. I'm just now looking at all these. There's like trampoline. That's a winter game. Oh, yeah. That's uh, that's a winter. Sounds spooky, though. Roller speed skating? Oh, I want to do that one. <laughs> what? This is nuts. Just so you can say, I can do luge. That's a, that's a winter so it looks like luge and skeleton are the same thing, except you lay on your sled differently. You do. Now, if it was Winter Olympics, I'd want to be on the bobsled team because for obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> that'd be fun. Fencing? No. No. BMX? BMX. So, um, yeah, I, I think I would go with um, beach volleyball. There you go. Go with some beach volleyball. I think that would be pretty cool. That would yeah. be a fun one. I played volleyball before. I was not good at it, obviously. Well, but. <laughs> and I, I played volleyball too. Um, and I was never very good at my serve. Mm. Um, so if I could just uh, dominate that serve, that would be great. I was good at the underhanded serve, but I was never good at the overhand serve. I was not good at any serve. Yeah. Okay. If you, so. like, What do you think you could be in the Olympics for right now? For right now? Okay. For like a year or two years. Because years. I looked it up, I'm going to say... The handball one does not like it look like it's that hard. And the U.S., I don't think, had a team previously in there doing it. So I feel like it's still up and coming. Like, you could still, mm-hmm. you could get in, be really good and <clears throat> mediocre, but the only one trying out for it, so you make the team. Oh. <laughs> so there's that or fencing. I think the fencing takes skill, but I think it's one of those things that, like, you could learn. You could learn at any age and probably mm. be pretty decent at it. Um, I will, I will. Give my shot with the kayaking. Yeah. Okay. So mine, I, I think I could actually go to the plot today and be in this. Okay. Rhythmic gymnastics. Oh, oh yes. yeah. With the, like the with the ribbon. The ribbon. Ribbon dancer. Yeah. Jump. 
Herky jerky. Well, did you have a ribbon dancer when you were younger? No, but I saw it. We couldn't afford that, but I saw it on the commercial. It doesn't look that hard. Mm-hmm. Now, if you th- do you think if they had, uh, I know obviously right now they don't necessarily have age requirements. Like if you, because there's people all varying ages for yeah. the Olympics, but if they had like, uh, I don't know what you would call that, like midlife. <laughs> <laughs> midlife olympics um for people at a certain age like if there was like an age category for like the olympics in a uh would you one would you watch it two do you think you'd like be able to train and try out for it okay so i have seen this meme a thousand times and i wholeheartedly agree before every competition they need to put a regular old joe up there doing it so we can see like because they make it look so easy oh they do they've trained their whole life for this they're really good they're obviously because they're there at the olympics and so i want to see like me jess and trina out there Giving the old horsey laser shooting thing to run for its money <laughs> oh, wow. before we watch the pros. Okay, do it. actually, yeah, that does sound pretty awesome, and that that'd be super entertaining. I, I don't feel like they shouldn't even explain what the sport is. They'll be like luge, and I'm like, I got this, guys. Honestly, if they Winky. have one extra lane for like the swimming, where it's just like, okay, I want you to just go one length of this pool there and back, like freestyle, and see how a regular person who can just swim freestyle, how long it takes them to get. From one side to the other back, whereas these other people are like, phew, well, you me, know, probably like to hold their laps. nose and doggy <laughs> pedal. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. So I'd be like, yeah, right. Or they're like, you know, you have to do with this certain stroke. Like, I, I don't even know yeah. what a brush, what a brush stroke is like. And so, like by yeah. like midway through the lane, I would be like doing like half doggy paddle, half trying to brush stroke. I'd be doing handstands and like look. <laughs> Look, guys, the way you just described that, I'm like, you're that person that I used to watch and like (laughs) would swim laps in the pool while I was up in my little tower thing looking down who would like (laughs) somehow start to go veer to the side and end up in someone else's lane or run into like the ropes between the lanes and be like. How did I end up here? What what am I tangled in? I know. Yeah. <laughs> I would mess up the person lying beside me because like I got confused and veered. I'm sure they'd make a space between. But I mean that would that actually is a yeah. brilliant idea because like there are just so many of these things that they do make it look so they easy. Do. Like well, the ice skaters. Yeah, or like the gymnastics. Now I know you can't just ask a regular person to like flip and right. like break their neck, but maybe put them in a harness and like or just make them walk on the balance beam because oh. you know they'd fall off. Yeah. The balance beam especially. And they actually have those floor balance beams. If you could just see someone walk across a floor balance beam that's like and see how much they wobble on that. Yeah, that's all it takes. And I'm yeah. like, all right, I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's what they should do. Yeah. yeah. I would watch that so hard. Just have them for one day. Just have them do all the events. Yeah. I think that'd be great. I yep. do too. I'd totally watch that. Yeah. All right, Olympic crew, you just let us know. We'll come and uh, we'll we'll be the moderators for this. You come know, on, come on, NBC. <laughs> we'll do that. That'd be awesome. I did narrate a uh, race today in my Snapchat, and somebody did say you should be hired at the Olympics to be a commentator. Well, shout out to NBC. Yeah, Trina, you got that Snapchat. Uh, yeah, I got that. So, also, yeah. <laughs> You would be great at that. Just saying. Uh, yes. <laughs> All righty, guys. It is time for that treat of the week. Treat so, yourself. Yeah. Drink, drink, drink. Uh, what are you guys treating yourselves to this week? What have you? What have you treated yourself to recently? Okay, so I went on vacay. Ooh. And Josh will be so proud of me. I kayaked the first time. <gasps> what? 
Oh, you did? Yeah, because I've canoed a bunch, right. but I've never kayaked. Ooh. Um, on the ocean. <gasps> Whoa. With manatees. <gasps> no, you didn't. Uh-huh. Oh, through the mangroves, the red mangroves of Florida. Oh, oh my gosh. God. That's so awesome. It was so cool. Uh, they, yeah, so the shallow waters, the uh, the manatees come up and they eat all the seagrass. And then the mangroves are really, really, um, really cool. Um, they're like trees that grow in the ocean. And instead of growing up, they grow out like they walk into the sea uh and we saw all the oysters coming up on uh and she was and our little guide was like so by the way you're going to see things crawling on the trees they look like spiders they're crabs those freaking things looked like spiders but it was so cool like i'll show you guys a picture of the mangroves oh so pretty yeah and they're protected um and it's kind of really cool because they go deeper and deeper deeper the roots just keep going out and out now these are really good for like hurricanes because they will stay put so they're trying to get a lot of the people who have coastal houses to like let the mangroves come up because the sediment washes away the concrete there and this will actually help keep um, all that luscious stuff, but you get, there's like starfish in here. Um, the manatees usually don't come up in here because it's too shallow, but you could see birds and fish and oysters. And I mean, it was really cool. And then oh. little crabbies everywhere. Oh, that's cool. So it's really, really neat. I did go with Jay and Rory. So that was a special kind of hill. But, uh, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, it was really cool. Like, it, I mean, we were out on the oceans. So it was really hot, but it was really cool in the mangroves and we couldn't get out and swim. Uh, but it was really neat. And there we are, me, me and Jay and Rory. And uh, yeah, we had a good time. Oh, that's I cool. So y'all were it. all in the same kayak. Yes, my sister got her own. And then um, I grew up on the river. Canoeing. My husband has canoed like three times. He like tried to take the lead and yelled at me for helping. Uh, see, that's why Marshall and I won't come together ever. It's well, like just not possible. So how was kayaking with two of you? Rory kept one in a paddle and I gave her the paddle at one time. She hit me in the head with it. <laughs> I was going to say that uh, seems like that was definitely going to happen. Yeah. We brought my sister. She had her own. She was over there like bathing and Rory's going, I'm hot. I'm hot. I went in. I want to go and watch trolls. But that sounds like it was so yeah. fun. Now, yeah. now, and this was down, y'all were on the uh, Gulf Coast near Tampa, correct? So this right here was in Sarasota. Okay. Uh, we were in Lido Key mm-hmm. uh, near Siesta Key. Oh, uh, awesome. Yeah, we had a great time. We ate a lot of Italian because we were in Venice Beach for a majority of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have the biggest manatee population. Wow. And I tried to get Jay one to grab one. Um, they lose like big blobs under the oh, water, yeah. but, uh, they, cause they have the, one of the warmest waters and in the winter they go to the hot springs, mm. uh, cause they can get uh, pneumonia or hypothermia if the water gets below like 68 degrees. Oh, wow. And so they go to the hot springs and you can snorkel with them in the winter. <gasps> uh, well, I was about to say, I think it's illegal to be in the water with them, but people do get away with it. Cause oh, there's whole um, trips and stuff. I'm totally going this Oh, Winter. okay. So, uh, because they're, they're endangered because they, they, they were very heavily populated in the area that I would lived in or grew up in. Yeah. Uh, at least back then they were. And, um, they, uh, they wouldn't let, uh, they were supposed to get out of the water if they were showed up, which didn't stop people necessarily, but they came across, um, where we were at, at Blue Springs one time and, uh, swimming. And usually if, if you were at, 
uh, we were at the spring mouth where uh, the other side of the springs where the mm, lifeguards mm-hmm. were. Every time they'd see a manatee come in, they'd, they'd blow the whistles to make everyone get out of the yeah. water because you're not supposed to swim with them and you're not supposed to touch them. But like one or two snuck through and we were down at the other end where the, the spring was. And all of a sudden, like this manatee comes up behind us. And I mean, they're, they're called sea cows. Yeah. And they, they are. They, it is like. A, really a giant round cow is like swimming <laughs> up next to you and it scares the crap out of mm-hmm. you. They're super gentle. They are. They're but, playful. Uh, yeah, yeah. So we like if there was if they said, oh, there's a man like uh, you couldn't put your pad on the water because it would scare them. Oh, right. So they're regular. But like they say there's so many in the winter, like you're going to be snorkeling and you're not supposed to touch them or anything like that. But you can. They're like two to three hundred. Yeah. Say, if it's in a certain protected area, I guess it would make sense that they yeah. might let people in. Uh, but the other thing is they usually don't let boats and like motored boats in those areas well, because yeah, they get hit, hit so on. often. It's yeah. so, it's yeah. so shallow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We didn't see dolphins, um, but we did see the manatees and oh, they're so really cool. cool. They're so, I love manatees. We used to stop off the side of the road. You'd always know when they were coming up to the side in the certain canals. Um, uh, cause where I lived at, uh, there was a lot of, uh, everyone in their backyard basically had like a dock and there was a canals hmm. that led either to the river or to the ocean and the manatees would always swim back there so you'd know when there was like a spot next to the road where there was a bunch of manatees feeding because people would pull over and start feeding them feeding them yeah so it was super cool oh my gosh that's the new olympic sport for the next time like, you have to <laughs> see if you can ride a manatee for eight seconds um that would be awesome yeah but also don't try that people. no <laughs> <laughs> don't do it um well that's an awesome treat of the yeah, week what about yeah. you guys? i Jess? love it um, so my treat of the week, it's actually something that, um, I was inspired by Trina Ooh, uh, from a few episodes ago when we were kind of talking about everything that we use on our phone a lot. Oh, yes. Um, so this is actually, I used or I discovered the Libby library app. Oh, yes. I love that. Yeah. So, um, I was, I kind of got the, uh, Kindle where I got, uh, Will's old Kindle, um, but I was like, oh, I'm going to get the Kindle Unlimited, blah, blah, blah. Um, but I really was like on a um, audiobook kick. Uh, but there's not a whole lot of free audiobooks with the Kindle Unlimited. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, well, I don't want to just keep paying for audiobooks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, wait, Trina talked about using the library. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was like, let me Google that. Um, so I did. And I was like, oh, there's this little Libby um that's basically the library um, app where I can just check out audiobooks. Mm-hmm. That's with cool. My library card. It's so awesome. It's how I listen to most of my books, or every once in a while I'll do the oh, like read the books too. Yeah, it, but yeah, I, I all from my phone. Yeah, or me, my me iPad. Too. Me too. Um, so I have now um, basically checked out and listened to a couple of books, and it's amazing. And awesome. I put some books on hold that I want to listen to. And so if I go out and walk, or um, I mean, not when it's like super hot, but like, or just when like I, if I'm around the house cleaning or doing anything like that, and I just pop in my earbuds. And it's great. And I already have some scary books for the fall that I want to listen to queued up. Um, And it's just like amazing. And I'm saving money and listening to some great books. So I'm super excited about it. And that's my treat of the week. Do you want to know a deterrent for having children? What? Um, So I went on a seven-day vacation. Yeah. And went to the beach, went to the pool almost every day. I read eight pages of a book. (gasps) Oh, God. The whole time? 
Yeah. Uh, that's why I like the audiobooks because sometimes mm-hmm. it's like we're on a long car drive. I'm like, I put in one earbud and I just listen. <laughs> that's the only way I can like actually get some books read. Like I've been reading the Bridgerton series and I've read two books like like because I have the actual books and mm-hmm. I have like probably six of them. So, um, yeah, I... But I read eight pages. I like to do both. I like to listen and I like to read. Uh-huh. It's yeah. hard. It's hard to focus on reading unless you do it. Like if you're disciplined enough to do it after they sleep, then maybe that's a difference. But well, okay. I do read a like, lot of children's books. If I've got several <laughs> memorized, if that counts. Yeah. I, I just make them up now because he likes to flip the pages. But like at the <laughs> beach, mm-hmm. like on my honeymoon, I took like, I know this sounds weird, but on my honeymoon, I took like five books because Will and I just went and laid on the mm-hmm. beach. Oh, yeah. I did that for my honeymoon, too. Okay. Wow. That's great. To, just just great to let to you know. Just a heads up. So <laughs> what is your treat of the week, Trina? Uh, mine's another show. I'm a, I'm a little bit late on the bandwagon of this show, but like uh, I, it's been on my need to watch list for a while. And then about like, I guess a week ago, two weeks ago, um, one of our friends went to dinner with him and he was just like, no. Like, you need to watch this show so bad that after we're done eating, we're going to go back to my house. He's like, I'm going to watch your kid. And you two are going to sit and watch at least the first episode of this show so you can understand how great it is. Okay. He did that. And we ended up making it through two episodes because we were obsessed with it. Came home, put the kid to sleep, watched three more episodes of it, finished the entire season in two days. What what is it? it? Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso? Have you watched it yet? I've never even heard of it. Oh, my gosh. It's so good but is it apple tv it is apple uh, tv see, i can't watch what is it? it is apple tv um i've heard so many good things so good it's so good if you want to do a binge watching night because they just started the second season like we binged it and then made it to like the next um we'll we'll pull it up on the screen and have our own little viewing party if you don't have is apple it TV. like a comedy is it drama it's a comedy show there are some drama moments but not like crazy drama it's like it's it's just it's very lighthearted, funny a lot of cursing because it's like based out of the UK. Yeah. But essentially it's, um, it's got Jason Sudeikis in it. Okay. Um, and it's based off of a character that I guess he did as like a spoof for some like NFL commercials. Um, probably closer to the Super Bowl or something like that. And then, um, this other director person saw it and was just like, Oh, like we, got, we need to write this out and like turn this into a show. And then they got it greenlit and everything. The It makes sense on why I love it so much, actually, and why you're probably going to love it. Um, it is actually, uh, well, one of the main directors and producers for it is the same guy who produced and wrote for Scrubs. Mm-hmm. Um, Cougar Town. Ah! So it's like he, he's, got, he's got this certain type of humor that he plays into his characters Okay. And it's lighthearted. Mm-hmm. But there's like this moment that might have a little serious, but like, it's just, it's, it's just such a good show. And like, I, I, again, I'd heard so many good things about it, but I was like, it's on the list. I'll eventually get to it. It's based on soccer and I have no interest in soccer. Yeah. Absolutely. Unless not. you're invited on the Olympic team. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. But like no interest in all. And basically it's about this guy who's played by Jason Sudeikis. Who's called who's named Ted Lasso, coach Lasso. And he, for some reason, he's offered this job to go coach. He's he was a football coach. Okay, in the US. I think I've heard about. And he goes overseas, over to the UK, and he gets hired to coach this uh the soccer team. Well, of course they call it football there. Yeah, football, um, football, football, footy, um, footy. Football is life. If you watch the show, you'd totally get that. Cool. Um, but anyways, and and again, I not into sports like that. So I thought it was going to be like yeah. really lame. 
best show I have seen in a long time. Like okay. every character's good. It's up for so many awards right now. Yeah. Off of just this one season. They've like, I don't know. Every character is amazing in it. Every actor is amazing in it. Every actress. There's just such great people in it. So it's worth watching it. If you haven't watched it yet, I get that not everyone has Apple TV, but you should uh, look into it. Man. Um, if you have a fire stick, I didn't realize this because I, I thought uh, Apple TV, you only could actually watch it from Apple TV. Yeah. But you can actually, uh, there's Apple TV app that you can get on fire stick. So if you don't have an Apple TV, you know. I think yeah. I got like a free year of Apple TV with my iPad. Oh, well. Uh, actually, we did too from like, oh, ever when we upgraded our phones too. Yeah. So Yeah. Like, but of course we don't have any Apple stuff, but I, there's some other Apple shows okay. that like I am interested in so there's i'm gonna so have many to right like now. i'm gonna have to like because i have heard so 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 many good things about this show mm-hmm. so many good things like and uh, there are other ones that are on the apple tv app that i've been kind of putting off and putting off because i was like i wanted to watch them but i was like nah. now i want to watch everything All that they have <laughs> because it's like you can just tell that they they um they kind of give them free reign like i said it's a very <laughs> it's a very nice hearted show yes there's also a lot of cussing in it um, I like it because of that. And I think that that's actually what adds to the funny. I feel of like it. it's, it's, but it's like so British. Yeah. It's so British and it's so good that in a way that's like, I, I really wouldn't care that my kid would watch it. Yeah. Like that's how weird it is. Cause it's a very good show. It has a very good moral content to it. But at the same time, you're like, there, uh, they use the word wanker so many times. In that show. I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know that it was, I knew it was like, he was a coach, but I had no idea it took place over in. And maybe your kid will have an accent if you watch enough of it. Like maybe. Peppa Pig? Mm-hmm. I would love that. That'd be awesome. Oh, yes. <laughs> we do. Rory does refer to vacation as holiday. That's amazing. Uh-huh. So. They do talk a lot about that in the show, like the difference in the words of like what they say versus what we say. Because you got this guy who's got this thick Southern accent. Oh, yeah. Because it's all football. <laughs> he goes yep. over there and it's just so funny. I love it. Yeah. You should definitely watch it. Everyone should watch it. It's so good. All righty. It is time for that. Drink about it. Drink. Drink. Drunk. Um, what are we drinking about? I got two. Oh no. Uh Well, go with one of them. Tell us one of them. Yeah. I'm going to tell you the happy one first. Okay. Okay. I'm going to a concert next week. (gasps) Yeah. And it's for a good cause. So I feel good about it. Oh, good. (laughs) Um, it's at the new amphitheater out in Franklin. Okay. Oh, yeah. Brand new. It's the first show that's going to be taking place there. Um, But it's a Together Feeding Nashville benefit show, but they've got Florida Georgia Line, Thomas Rhett, Maren Morris, Lauren Elena, Russell Dickerson, Lily Rose. Like, it's a huge lineup. So, uh, we are going, uh, I got tickets for Marshall for his birthday. Yes. It's the day before his birthday. Oh, yeah. Uh, Or, sorry, the day after his birthday. So, uh, his birthday is Monday. His birthday's Monday, yes. Look at me. Um, so I bought him a uh, him or a ticket for him and his best friend to go, and then for me to go as well. Oh, yeah. Well, you should, I would have went with you, and I bought my own ticket. Thanks for the invite. You can still come with me. Hashtag rude. There's still tickets available, guys. Come to the concert with us. It's gonna be hot. It's really hot, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> there was a part of me that at one point was just like, "This is a dumb idea. I could save money on a babysitter and send someone else, right?" Oh, you just dropped <laughs> that baby off with me. Uh-huh. Oh, well, there you go. I'll bring, yeah. him, bring him over to your house. No bait, I'll pick him up at midnight. That's fine. Just leave him. He'll stay the night. It's fine. Um, well, it's a, well, I was going to say it's a school night. He's not in school yet. <laughs> All right. What else? Uh, that, that's my happy drink about it. So let's, uh, let's hear some of y'all's first. All right. 
Jess? Um, well, I'm drinking about the fact that my husband is out of town. Woo! Woo! And I love him very much. Yeah. Um, but I'm excited for some me time. Yeah. Party of Jess's. Yeah. Woo! Woo! Scary movie night. Yes. Yeah. So, um. I'll bring my fire stick over. We'll just watch Ted like 95 <laughs> days to Halloween. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm excited. Um, I mean, obviously, I have to work tomorrow, but... I'm just going to have some chill time, which I didn't get when I ended up going out west with him. Um, I'm going to go see my parents briefly on Saturday um, just to go see them and meet the cat that they adopted. Ooh. Um, Maybe go get a manicure. um, And uh, yeah, so I'm really excited. Um, And I'll be happy to see him when he comes home on Sunday. Yeah. Cool. Girl, get yeah. Yep. So that's me. I need to go get a pedicure. <laughs> well, I mean, I need both. All right, um, guys. So are you done? I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I'm interrupt? good. Okay. So I had a little technology mishap. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Okay. And I swear I have told this story before, but it happened to me again. Oh, no. What happened? And it's something so dumb. It's like, how do you keep doing this? <laughs> no, I'm really curious. I'm real dumb. Um, okay. So... I have Snapchat. Um, really, like, I use it to send pictures and videos of Rory to family and close friends. And it's been great because I've kind of got a way of texting all that stuff and taking up phone memory and all that stuff. And I can just, like, send a stupid video or whatever to yeah. them. And they can save it on their Snapchat or whatever, screenshot it. So it's been great. Um, so that's kind of what I was doing this weekend. I was at my sister-in-law's. We were at the pool. Uh, and I was filming the kids, and so I went to send a Snapchat of her son dancing to her and her husband. Well, I do Snapchat her all the time, so she's at the top of the list. Well, I was like, oh, I don't, he's not on here. I need to, like, go find him, and so for the second time in my life, instead of Snapchatting my brother-in-law, Chris Platt, (laughs) I have Snapchatted Chris Pratt. The actor Star Lord. <laughs> so I feel like he like probably doesn't check them because he probably gets them from like like nudes from all these girls. And then all of a sudden he's getting like literal like baby dancing pictures of toddlers. <laughs> I was I'd love it if he would respond and be like, cool. <laughs> you know, just something random. Yeah, but that is the second time I've done that. And I was like, Oh, did you get it? He's like, No, I was like, Oh, Chris Pratt. <laughs> And Jay's like, are you serious? Right? <laughs> but I keep sending him Snapchat oh of my, like my, my daughter and my nephew. <laughs> That's <laughs> hilarious, though. Yeah, it yeah. is. So anyway, you're welcome, Chris Pratt. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh I mean, my he's a dad. He understands. He understands. Well, yeah. He I would mean, probably see that and just be like, oh, you, that was probably an accident. I mean, he gets, like, I'm sure the nudes and the girls hitting on him. and It's a good breakup. And between all the nudies, he's like, oh, some kids. Oh, yeah, cute he, kids. Yeah, how about that? Cool. Yeah. It's like, thanks. <laughs> he probably wouldn't respond to that just because some probably creeper out there would probably be like, oh, he said something about my child. Probably. <laughs> probably he probably, he, yeah. He, that's the ones he's probably immediately deletes. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Anyway, I'm done. Can you see I'm if he mom. sees them? That'd be great if he's like he could see them. Oh, I'll check if he oh, sees them. Oh my! He you know what I mean? Yeah. Because you can, you can see in Snapchat. He probably doesn't because I mean, like I said, he probably gets a lot of stuff. Uh huh. That is hilarious. That is funny. Nope, he hasn't looked. Chris Pratt snap. 
He's not opened it from five days ago. And then my brother-in-law's now Platty Daddy. So now I can just, if I can remember that instead of Chris Plattenberg. Did he yeah. change just because of this situation? I don't think so. I don't really Snapchat him enough. But yeah, so Chris Platt Snap has not checked okay. the dancing Whoa. baby picture. Wow. Well, so I do think I've accidentally sent someone like the wrong thing before. I don't think it was a celebrity, but that <laughs> I mean, really the celebrity funny. just makes it. Even uh, it just makes it. That's like, so funny. I, I feel like I'm a mother. Yeah. Like trying to navigate technology. <laughs> it's like, does this mean I need to delete Snapchat? Uh, no, not yet, not yet. But if you do it a third time, we might have to. We start might talking. have to have we, an intervention. Yeah, we're gonna have to sit you down. <laughs> oh my uh, gosh, that's too yeah funny though. So yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, it's my drink. But okay, what's your sad? Yeah, what's going on? Oh, my sad one, um, or angry one. I guess it's a happy sad. It's uh, I'm sad because uh, we started working on our kitchen floor. This weekend, Marshall was like, oh, I'm just going to fix this one little small spot. But then he uncovered a whole kitchen floor full of water damage and then had to tear up the floor. We were up two nights in a row to like 2 a.m. trying to tear out flooring and then put down new flooring, temporary, new temporary flooring. So that was a fun expense to just last a couple months. We have to have something down. But now we're basically because of this water damage that we didn't realize was like so that it had spread so far over the years. Um, Cause these are from like way old leaks. Uh, we're going to have to rip out like all of our kitchen cabinets and all of our flooring and put down all new flooring and put it in a whole new kitchen. Um, I'm happy, sad about it because I, I'm sad because it sucks and it's going to be very, very expensive, but I'm happy because we've needed a new kitchen. Yeah, so I I told you this earlier. You just don't put on HGTV enough for him to see whenever you rip something up. Yeah. The house has to be bulldozed and you have to start over again, essentially. I I know. Mm -hmm. I've just now got him into some HGTV shows. He's just now learning about all of the the things. I love those, the Property Brothers, because they're like, oh, like, let's buy this house and like here's your budget we're gonna like make it glamorous every single time they're like oh look this is bad it's gonna cost thirty thousand dollars to fix and you're not gonna get all this other stuff you wanted yeah that's every episode that's the plot twist on every episode if you've not seen a property brothers episode wow i'm about to say see i've seen a bunch like that but he he just was like no no i'm just gonna fix this one little spot where Mm -hmm. the wood had warped a little bit because we had extra containers of our old flooring and we were like okay yeah he'll fix that yeah what he thought would take like an hour ended up being two full days of like tearing apart flooring putting down new stuff temporarily uh realizing we're gonna have to rip out all of the cabinets like i said it's just like a whole full kitchen remodel and flooring i mean i'm excited because it like i said it needed to be done our kitchen is small and not like laid out very functionally but uh-huh. also i'm i'm super not looking forward to seeing how much that's going to cost. Uh, yeah. That's yeah. what I'm going to drink about for like probably the remainder of the year. Yeah, You're Welcome, girl. everybody. This is what you're going to hear about from me. Oh, <laughs> Lord. Girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Y'all got any more drink about us? No, I think we're good. Yeah, girl. We're going to end on kitchen disaster. Yeah. Ooh. Maybe we should turn that into a, a, a show. Hashtag adulting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag adulting. We'll just... Uh, We'll, we'll keep track of all the, the redecorating and have you guys, you know, 
speak over it like it's our own HGTV show. Maybe that should be your Olympic sport. (gasps) Yeah. That's it. That's what we're going with. All righty, guys. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to check out our website at thechampagneway.com to submit your champagne shout outs and drink about it. Don't forget to follow our, join our Champagners group on Facebook and follow us online at The Champagne Way. And of course, thanks to our podcast network and producers at The Second Sound. Please be sure to like and subscribe to The Champagne Way on whichever streaming platform you use. This has been a Second Sound production. Thanks for listening. Cheers.